Hello. Hey man, how's it going? All right, buddy. Can you hear me? All right. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yourself? Yeah, yeah good stuff, mate. Awesome. Um, yeah. No, thanks for um, thanks for doing this today. Yeah, no, no problem yeah, at all. I know you're a busy guy, so. Uh, yeah, I've been majorly so, busy this week. Yeah, that's good, man. No, that's good to hear. Are you busy yourself? Uh, yeah, pretty busy. I mean, it's more so in, in conjunction with sort of like preparation and stuff like that. But um, yes, yeah. But yeah, not too bad. Um, so yeah, if you want to sort of like kick it off and everything, um, yeah, of course. Awesome. So, so yeah. I basically got into sports therapy through an injury myself. Awesome. What was that? I was um, I boxed from being a young kid, and I was about how old was I? I was nineteen, and uh, I was sparring in a gym in Manchester, and in this certain situation, I slipped a shot and fr- as I threw my, like, counter shot, I just fell over. There was just something that happened to me, but at the time, I didn't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. Just literally lay on the floor in pain. Wow. And, like, old boxing coach were like, get up, there's nothing wrong with you, you're just tired. And I'm like, I'm in serious yeah, pain. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it was like, I was bedridden for about... Three or four weeks. Damn, that's piled about stone and half. And basically, I went to the doctors. They started trying to feed me loads of like anti-inflammatories and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. So I was on a waiting list for physio. I didn't know anything about anatomy, anything about injuries prior to this, and ended up having a scan, MRI scan, and I had herniated L four and L five. Wow, which was like. I know boxers that I've had to, like professional boxers. I, I wasn't a professional, but I was trying to take that route. Yeah, of course. And I know professional boxers that had, like, had an injury like this and it was just game over. So it was like, for me, with no amateur background, I've got no chance. So it sort of, it ruined me. It, it really did. Like, doing something from being a young kid to having it taken away from you, like, within a click of a finger. It was like, I can't believe this. It sort of, like, depressed me for, like, six months. That's and I'd, I'd done everything I could. I had um, a caudal epidural. Oh, wow. Loads of stuff like that. And in the end, I just started, I was just started stretching. You see, my Instagram's just full of stretches. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm you know, I've... You know, I've, I've flicked through it, and uh, I know it's a lot of yeah. stretching, mobility, and uh, all that good stuff, man. It's literally, if I don't do that, like, twice a day, even only for, like, 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. At the night time, I forgot the time. I'll do, I'll stretch for, like, an hour, maybe a bit longer. You know, while I'm just sat watching the telly, or I'm sat doing some work. Yeah, of course. But, yeah, stretching sort of saved my back. Good, man. And then it was... My love for finding out about how to fix my own back, which then took me down the route of sports therapy. I was, I've always been like interested in sports and I've done every every single sport you can think of probably from being a young kid. Yeah. And my missus actually found the course. I don't know if you know of Active Health Group. Um, I haven't, no. They're, they're based in Manchester, so it was, it was ideal for me. Yeah, of course. Um, the course was quite expensive, but... Like, and it's a level five diploma. Sure. But it was just the content that they provide you with. It was six 
it was what was it, eighteen months? Wow. It was six it was six weeks. You do six individual weeks, one per month. Yeah, yeah. Over six months. That's pretty intense. And it was intense, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was it was it was pretty savage when you was there because I'd come from sort of like construction based personal training on the side to in a classroom with people that was like because there were some physios on my course and some people that had studied sports therapy at uni that wanted a more hands-on approach right, cool. yeah it makes sense yeah and active health group they're um they're tutors they're just something else they're just super intelligent they just have an answer for not they don't, I don't, I don't have an answer for everything they, there's a way around everything with 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 their approach so many different techniques and they explain it in a way that a monkey could understand yeah. it. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> and that was that's that's basically how I ended up getting into sports therapy. And as soon on my first week, the first week I did with them, it was like this is what I'm meant to do. Because yeah. I've always had an interest and a passion for the human body, but that first week it was like that was an eye opener. Right? When I think back now, that first week it was pretty basic. What we because obviously it was just a little bit of an introduction, yeah. but it blew my mind and I was like hooked. Then. Yeah, huge eye opener, I bet. And the rest is just like history now. Yeah, good. No, that's awesome, man. So, um, obviously, thanks for the little intro. I mean, what is it now? Like, what are your now you've got the qualification, um, and you've been doing it for a while. What's the what's the plans now? So basically my background is construction right so i left school my dad had his own business and it was like i just want to work straight away i've had enough of school i've got no interest in in college like i've done my time sort of thing that's that was my attitude when i was 16 like i'm nearly 27 now and i'm of a completely different mindset i wish i had the mindset that i've got now that i uh, when i would when i yeah, I completely understand that. I'm in the same boat. I just want to meet girls. I just want money. I just want to go on lads all this, you know, yeah, typical yeah. lads stuff. <laughs> and it was like, then maybe four years in, I had my first daughter when I was 20. Nice. So it's pretty young. Yeah, yeah. I was 19 when my, when my missus got pregnant with my daughter. Um, and she sort of like, it changed every everything changed when she was born. I didn't because all the work was away from home, so I didn't want to be away from no, home. Of course not. So I, I need to get at home. So I just started reading books, studying on the internet, just anything. Literally, I learned how to, I learned how to build websites. Wow! It was like anything just to try and get a job at home. Yeah, of course. Yeah, try and get by. Yeah. So. I would like the lads in the hotels when we was working away, they'd be out, you know, having a beer at the night time and stuff like that. And I'd be sat in the, in the hotel room on a computer learning how to build websites just so I could get at home. Yeah, yeah. It then materialized and I got a job at home as a web designer, a graphic designer. Nice, man. And it was like, it just wasn't for me. It just was not for me at all. Like, although I've still have a, had a passion for like, because you'll see my website and stuff, it's quite, it's quite good. Yeah, my Instagram, there, my media, yeah. I do all that stuff myself. So it's good in that respect. But being sat in an office, no disrespect to anybody sat in an no, office of at all. Yeah. 
was not for me. I'm a hands-on person. I like to be moving around. And that's where I'm most productive. And then, so I've come away from that now. And me and my missus, my missus is training in other kinds of therapies. She's doing like Indian head massage, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, decent. You know, with stuff aimed at women, really. Pregnancy stuff. Um, and we're over, we just signed a 12-month um, letting agreement in a local area. Well, it's about three miles from where I live, which is a good area for business as well. Because it's like, so it's a little town, little village. Yeah. And there's like but literally one road in and one road out. So all the businesses there are like the privately owned Get on. family businesses. And it's been like that since, well, forever, really. So it shows that there's a there's a there's a market there for independent businesses. I think in the on the whole high street, it's quite a big area, but on the whole high street there's a Greg's and there's a subway and they're the only two so like, mainstream high street you no know, like, yeah, like household corporate businesses. Yeah. Yeah. The rest are family run. And some of the shops you look at me and you think, No disrespect, but how are you even yeah. making any money? <laughs> because of the stuff they're selling. But it's local business. Yeah. I think people oh, are so excited. Yeah, good man. So what's the um so it's twelve months. When do you what's the sort of like the opening date? Like what do you have in mind? So we've got um I think it's gonna be September. Somebody in there at the minute, they've just basically handed their noticing we don't want this anymore. Yeah, of course. Sort of thing. She's hiring the woman, so we're getting her we're getting her a shop. Um so I've literally been working stupid hours designing everything. You see I've just changed my, the the name of my business back to what its original yeah, name yeah. was. That was purely because I was targeting only athletes. Whereas if I'm in a town centre, I need to be opening up the the mar the, the market needs to be broader. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I completely agree. Sort of cutting it. Yeah. It was more that was when I was still personal training, which I'm not anymore. Right, I see. Do you do you integrate much sort of like knowledge from your personal training into your sports therapy? Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um if you look at um I always use bodybuilders as, as an example. Of course. Well, well-trained bodybuilders, mainly old-school bodybuilders, the form that they use is, like, near-on perfect yeah. with regards to exercises, squats, and even down to, like, bicep curls. The form is perfect. Yeah, definitely. You look at someone like um, Dorian Yates. Dorian Yates's form on every single exercise was... You couldn't Just, pick it no, apart. No, it was impeccable, wasn't it, really? And perfect range of motion with regards to bodybuilding, will grow the most tissue. Of course, yeah. Because that, that movement through its perfect range, and that's, I think, my history with regards to kind of bodybuilding training, it does pass over with regard in, to exercise therapy, you know, exercise rehabilitation and stuff. Yeah, that's good. It does pass over. Yeah, I think that the both... Sports therapy and personal training, I think the integration just works so well with each other. 100%. You're on the floor as well, aren't you? You're there with, especially with, when I was personal training anyway. Um, a lady got, she got a pain in her neck, and we was able to just sit her on the bench and do some quick, uh, like PNF stuff. Awesome. And she was, she was flying then, literally after three or four, three or four little, um, 
movement, she was flying again. And she was like, I can't believe how easy that was. Yeah. And there was a guy, there was a tutor on my course. Um, he was called Martin Lowe. And he was similar to me, got a back injury and then found sports therapy through that. And he was the same. He, he was of the opinion that more personal trainers should be taking a sports therapy route. Yeah, I think so. I think it just it opens up so much, more, so many more gateways in regards to sort of like helping your clientele as well. Not just from sort of like a 100%. not from, just from a fitness perspective, um, but also just living a healthier lifestyle as well and being sort of like pain free. Yeah, because I see so many people and I know so many people that you know they're in pain. Yeah, and they're still they're still going doing the same the same stuff they've been doing when but it's not that route that or they're of the opinion that that's not the routine that's causing them pain it's just something that i've got that's 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 their view it's like no it's it's probably yeah it's probably your routine and what you're doing that is causing your pain yeah i can agree more definitely think that yeah i mean it's just um it's all like going back to um so like your your you know your roots and everything um, yeah. of like boxing, did, was there much sort of like did you have any opportunity to you know work with physios or you know within the within the gym that you trained at at all? Not really. The thing is with boxing, like um, my dad had a boxing gym for fifteen years. It produced like multiple national champions, like that one. Um, national titles in the amateurs he had a couple of pros um that's impressive yeah he's, he was a top coach and he was very advanced for his time where you look at you go in a boxing gym now and they're still very old school like very very old school like spit and sawdust if right. you don't crawl out the gym you haven't trained hard enough you know that kind of mentality yeah yeah when as we both know that's not that's not optimal no definitely not and my dad was very, he wasn't educated in anything with regards to strength and conditioning or nutrition. It was, he just, he just says it's, well, it's just common sense. Yeah, which, definitely. And yeah. I think a lot of it is. Yeah. He had lads doing, you know, medicine ball throws 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, when things like that, they were just materialising with yeah. strength and conditioning coaches. Now, yeah. so I look at my dad, he's very, very intelligent for his time, but, when I took boxing serious, my dad had given the boxing gym up to focus on his business. So I went to the gym that he recommended me to go to. One, one, of, his, one of his pals had a gym. And they're very old school, mate. Like, literally, as I say, if you don't crawl out the gym, crying in pain. Yeah. When they say no pain, no gain, they actually mean you be in pain. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's... And it's it's very old school and I think it's only now since the likes of Anthony Joshua, people like that, that people are starting to take nutrition, strength and conditioning, physio, sports therapy. They're only starting to bring these people in now, which is quite, it's, it's pretty shocking really. Yeah, that sport on a world level is only just using, I know some, of some world champions from the UK that they don't even diet. They don't even have a nutrition plan. No way. Just, honestly, I remember, um, you know, you know, Kel Brook. Yeah, yeah. 
just before he was about to fight for a world title, he really struggled in a fight. And he said in an interview that he, he like he won the fight, but he really struggled and he nearly got beat off somebody that he shouldn't have got beat off. And he said in his interview live on Sky Sports, and my dad couldn't believe it because like 10, 15 years ago, my my dad brought a dietitian in um, for for his lads, and it was like they, they followed a structured plan. Yeah, that was and an absolute game changer. That it doesn't even have a nutritionist. No, that's terrible. It's like, what's going on? What are these people? How are these people? Because the thing is with boxing, that um, it's well, it's known as a poor man sport. So if you think of most world champions, they come from council estates. They come from deprived areas because you don't need much to be a boxer. No, you need a pair not. of boxing gloves and a skipping rope. Yeah. So, and and. When, when you live in a, like a deprived area, the only thing that you can do really is look after yourself. Yeah, of course. So you'll find most boxing gyms across the UK come from deprived areas. The best boxing gyms are in deprived areas because that's all they have. And these people, no disrespect to them, they're not educated with, and it's only just starting to expand yeah and catch on really um, yeah yeah and it's, it's sort of trendy but it, it's good to see lads now you look at boxers now they're in absolutely fantastic shape oh yeah incredibly whereas say 15 years ago it was only the genetically gifted ones that was in good shape the rest of them just looked like sort of dad bods yeah. that was <laughs> really, really 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 fit blokes that have just trained and trained and trained and the body's had to get fitter. It's had to adapt. Now, yeah, I think the UFC's played a big part in that as well. 100%. Because the UFC, um, you look at their lads, some of them, they look like bodybuilders, but they can perform. How oh, they move, don't they? A, yeah, such a high rate yeah. for a long period, like five-minute rounds. Yeah. And I think that boxing is starting to take little bits from that. Yeah, I think that's a smart move. With regards to physio and treatments and stuff, I'm getting a lot more athletes now. Yeah, that's good. Versus the general public, which that's what I want personally. Like, my missy, she's going to focus on the general public. But I want athletes. That's my passion. I want to get athletes performing at their optimal level. Yeah, definitely. Moving at the best, moving within the best range that they can, you know, for and... Yeah, that's that. That's my goal. Yeah, definitely. Just being able to, you know, provide them with the best, really. Yeah, a lot of bodybuilders as well. Getting a lot of bodybuilders coming in purely because they're seeing like the the influence. But like you see, Phil Heath, um, Flex Lewis, they they're having they're regular sports massages. They're having like myofascial release. Yeah, they're having soft tissue release to try and make try and lengthen muscle tissue, and because the, of the prize funds as well. They are, yeah. If you look better, because your biceps are longer, you're gonna win more money. Yeah, if you're more in balance. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I can agree. I more. do think it is opening up, though. I do, I do think that. Yeah, there's there's definitely a higher expansion with with the whole sort of like what I'd say sports sports therapy movement. Um, yeah, personally, I've seen a lot more um, in regards to sort of like pitch side work with like football yeah. teams, rugby teams. Um, yeah, and stuff like that. There is, I mean, personally, I've worked with um, a couple of chiropractors who've been clinics, 
Yeah. But realistically, I don't feel that gives us a lot of, how can I say it, um, justification in terms of what, you know, our skill set. Yeah. Um, and what we can really provide. Uh, exactly. I, I, I always say that. Um, I've had a couple of clients come to me for treatments and they've been to chiropractors yeah. and stuff like that. And they just, we, we have a massive uh, broad spectrum of skills and the skill set is massive. There's yeah, a yeah. lot of different techniques. With and because I, I get I the one question I get asked all the time is you do do you do sports massages? It, it makes me want to just put my head in a cupboard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just because it's like I don't no I don't do sports massage. I do sports therapy. Yeah, it's not sports massage. No, that's, no they're two different and aspects. I've had a couple of, I like the fact that we work with the tissue because if there's something if there's something wrong then it's more than likely going to be a tissue problem yeah 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 and i don't just like don't get me wrong i we use we use similar stuff to what chiropractors do yeah yeah definitely i mean I, i think um a lot of a lot of sports therapists are taking sort of weekend manipulation courses yeah. now, like yeah. being taught by chiropractors I, and osteopaths. I'm doing one next, next year, I think it is. Hopefully next year. Anyway, the John Goodman one. John Goodman. Is it John, is it John Goodman? Oh, John Gibbons? John Gibbons, yeah, that's the it. John Gibbons, the, 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 the spinal um, manipulation. Yeah, yeah. Two days it's down at, I think it's Oxford. I think it's at 170 quid, something like that. And it's, looks like a good day i've read some good reviews about yeah, it yeah yeah i've um i remember oh, going back going back years now actually um he i went on to a couple of his courses i've done a joint manipulation course and also his um taping course as well um and he's, yeah, he's, he's a nice he's very, bloke. very good at taping isn't he? yeah yeah incredibly good yeah um he's, he's very very intelligent as well yeah he is yeah incredibly uh, i give i give a lot of respect to the man um, yeah. Sorry, I did want to say, like, going back on when you were saying that, did people ask you that you do sports massage? Um, yeah. There's definitely like an element of confusion within within the fact that people don't really know what we do. That, um, that's what it frustrates me so much. Yeah. It's not their fault. No, not not at all. Not at all. Not their fault at all. It's. It, I think it, I put it down to us. Yeah. We need to be telling people what we do yeah definitely we need to be giving you know examples and stuff of what we do couldn't agree more but yeah that is it's a common misconception i get literally every single week yeah which is why i'm glad we're doing this massage yeah yeah which is why i'm really glad we're doing this podcast you know yeah Um, definitely just be able to like you said it is our fault that we probably haven't done enough um, to yep. show the general public as well as sports teams as well and, and athletes that you know what yeah. we can do can help them um, yeah definitely not, not only short term but long term as well well the changes uh, yeah. that we can get are just uh, crazy yeah yeah I, I've had people come to me that have been in pain literally for like 10 years they've been in back pain they've had back pain for 10 years That's a and long time. three three 45 minute sessions and they're like I can't believe it. What what is going on? Like calling me Jesus and stuff, like healing hands. <laughs> and I'm like, no, honestly, you just need to 
go and go and get something done. Yeah. Definitely. I've had a woman post a hundred pounds through my door no when I wasn't way. in. Because she'd been seeing um a practitioner for something like ten years, paying sixty pounds a month. And she said three five five minute sessions and I've got no pain. You have I can pick completely changed my life and I was like I can't accept this you know oh, what wow. I mean I can't yeah yeah treatments. yeah exactly and she, she was like insisting like listen yeah. you've changed my entire life in like three three forty five minute sessions yeah and going back for what you just said then you know she was able to pick up was it her grandchildren yeah grandkids um, yeah it's not so much the pain that gets them down it's what the pain's stopping them from doing Exactly. And getting like actually hitting them, obviously you clearly made such a strong emotional impact yeah. on this woman's life. Um that obviously, you know, by all means she was sounds like she was incredibly grateful yeah. for the work that you did. Now she just books in. She just books in and I'm like <laughs> she just like she's like, No, I just want to make sure that you keep it on top of it. And I'm like, Yeah, you're fine, honestly, like you're walking fine. Your activation's fine. She's like, no, I'll just keep. I don't mind paying. It's fine, you know, because she's that. It means that much to her. Yeah, that she does. The money's not an issue. No, that's good. I think again. So she clearly sees value, you know, in going to see you. Definitely, uh, which is uh, I think such a strong aspect again of what we do. Definitely. Um, I mean, as as far as I know, I think sports therapy in regards to its. Um, you know, the professionalism is it's only been around, or the profession even is only been around for like 30 years. So yeah, 30 yeah. years. I, I remember when I first found out about it, I was like, I can't believe that. It's, it's a it's still a, that for me is it's still a new, new, just new industry, incredibly new, incredibly new. Um, and I think the growth in sports therapy, I, I think it's taken a very interesting turn. Um, yep, I think it's gonna, I, well, I feel it's gonna grow quite fast. Um, well, I hope it will anyway. Um, yeah. But again, in regards to sort of like employability, um, when I when I did sort of like graduate from my course, there was like, there yep. was nothing. There was literally nothing. Um, I've I, I had the same issue. Uh, it was it was all like, um, what do you call them? Sort of just working. It was even like part-time work or even voluntary. Voluntary, yeah. like, you know, um, setting up at football stadiums, yeah, yeah. local f- setting up, doing all the ordering, um, pitch side first aid. That's like a good four or five hours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, pre pre intro and post post match. Yeah. And it's like, what you want me to do that for free? Like, I, I don't mind helping people, but that's just yeah. you know, that's just taking it a little bit too far. Oh, yeah, incredibly. Yeah, incredibly too far. But I do think there, there if I was on a um, UK. The UK sport job page. Nice, yeah. Curiously having a look um, a couple of weeks ago. There is, these are a lot more now that are the job titles are physio, stroke, sports therapist. Yeah, nice. So you know, and that that's good for that's good for, for, for that's good for us because we are we have got the skills to fix people. We have got the skills to help people hands on. Sh- First hand, straight away, like you say, pitch side first aid or people coming into your clinic that are in pain. We have got the skills to sort that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean, it's 
I think with our intervention as well, I think a lot of us go into this just because of the fact that um, we can help them there and then. And, yeah. you know, we it's not the fact that they have to go away and they, you know, they either have to think about surgery um, or even yeah. take medication. You know, for example, you might have had it as well, but some people come to you and they're taking some form of medication. And most people that come to me, literally, they won't mind me saying this, but most people that come to me are on some form of anti-inflammatory yeah. painkiller, some kind of um, like naproxen, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um... I bought like that. I had like tennis elbow on both elbows. I literally, and he, he's, he was four weeks from surgery. Wow. Uh, surgery for me, that's a, it's a last choice. It's a last... Last resort. Last, last resort, yeah. 100%. And he was four weeks from surgery. And he, he, he actually came in, he, uh, window fitter, um, pains in his neck. So I just yeah. released a lot of tension in his neck. A little tiny bit of like soft tissue manipulation on his forearms and his triceps and biceps, just surrounding areas, all that cross the elbow joint. Yeah, yeah. Can he saw you taping? The guy has no pain in his elbow. Get on. And didn't have the surgery. And it was like, what's going on with regards to GPs and doctors pushing for these people to have surgery? Yeah, when it's not necessary. Give us a shout. Yeah. You know, we're not magicians, but for the sake of how much it costs to come and see me or yourself to save these people from having to go under the yeah, knife. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. I mean, even just for like, you know, you're saying that guy only had elbow pain. Um, yeah. And it's just like... And diagnosing straight yeah, away. That's insane. Elbow. You've got tennis yeah, elbow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's just nuts. I think like... Is you know as well a lot of people that come see me if you know a few of them have seen sort of like physios again no no disrespect to physios in NHS yeah definitely um, yeah. I know they're under probably an incredible amount of stress um, and workload in regards to the amount of people that come to see them crazy amounts of in and out yeah but they just I don't think there's obviously they don't spend enough time with them um, no. obviously again obviously due to the overload of people that are going to see them. Um, but, you know, I've had people come see me and they're just like, you know, I've seen a physio and, you know, they haven't done anything for me. And it sounds like, it, it just sounds really upset, almost upsetting to the yeah, extent that it is. that they go through, you know, going into education um, to, you know, predominantly change people's lives and they're not really yeah. getting anywhere. No. It infuriates me to the point where, because I, I, I paid for my course because I was like a, an adult out of education. Yeah, yeah. And it cost me a lot of money. Of course. Um, and it infuriates me with regards to the job title, how physios are held in such high regard. And just out of curiosity, I went to a physio yeah. <laughs> just to see what would just after, like it was what, two, three, four months ago. And just out of curiosity to see what, what would take place in a session. Mm. And I could not believe what I'd paid £45 for. Was, it, was this private or? This... Yeah, it was private. Yeah. And I just could not believe what was going on. I, I didn't tell them what I did for a living, didn't tell them what experiences I'd had. Yeah, yeah. And I just could not believe some of the 
rubbish that I was being fed. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, I just wanted to, I just wanted to say something, but I'm not like that. No. But because it was, it was basically a test of, it was in, in my local area. I just wanted to get a feel for what people was doing, what people was offering. Yeah, smart move. Sort of like market research. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> Competition research, whatever you want to <laughs> yeah, call it. of course, yeah. And it was like, in a way, I was like, you're so highly educated. You have been to university for, what is it, four years physio? Yeah, I think it's like three or four years. Uh, three or four years, you've done maybe two years at college. And it's like, what is going yeah, on? No. There was physios on my course, my sports therapy course. There was two physios that was like, it's poor the the what what you get taught at university to be a physio is shocking and they couldn't believe what um the the, the tutors at active health group in manchester were showing them wow and you know the the quick results that like myofascial release gets postural correction there was like it just can't can't believe it but any i'm not sure whether this is true but one of the guys told me that the NHS, GPs and stuff like that, they won't allow hands-on treatment. Oh. I don't know how true that is, but with regards to, like, t- tissue manipulation and stuff, yeah. they won't allow it. That's interesting. Because I, I went to the local doctors just to see if I could get any, like, you know, referrals. Yeah, of course. And they was just like, no, if, basically, if you're not a physio, if you don't have that, qualification then we can't wow oh, it was a bit that was a bit disappointing but there's um there's a physio in there now which is trained in sports therapy as well do you know if they're integrating their sports therapy in with in with their physio i'm sure they will be doing my brother my brother's um he's getting some physio done because he was in a bit of an accident and he's having to go to these physio sessions and he, like, he comes and sees me and he gets treatments for free off me. Yeah, of course. <laughs> but, yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare. But he, he says like, I'm not just saying it because you're my brother, but he doesn't do anything. He just sort of like messes about with my back and he don't really do anything. So I'm like, show me the stuff he'll be doing. And it's like, they don't want to, um, they don't really want to, start messing around with tissue and start, you know, really manipulating it, making changes. I don't know whether it's an insurance thing. Yeah. I don't know. They might even, you know, they might not even be sort of, um, like, confident in, in yeah. what they've been taught. Um, you know, from what you said, the other two physios that were on your course, uh, it really doesn't sound like they've come out of, or, you know, graduating with much confidence in their skills. So they've had to take this extra course um, and spend more money. Yeah, because it's private. Yeah, just to... One of the guys, tutors, Christian, super knowledgeable guy, like unbelievably clever dude. And he is like one of the leading practitioners in the UK for myofascial release. He actually separate course through Active Health Group um, on myofascial release like it's purely dedicated to myofascial release and he's just basically saying like people don't believe in this like the top bodies they don't believe in it in what we can do to in to people's bodies 
they don't believe the results that we can achieve, you know, because it's not purely backed by medicine or surgery. And he's hell-bent on pushing this treatment technique to get to the NHS. And then that'll give people like us an opportunity to work with, you know, like local GPs and doctors and stuff like yeah. that. That's such a... I hope that that's how therapy ends up. What, sort of within the NHS or just working alongside? Either or. Yeah. GP referrals, because it's very difficult to get GP referrals. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, what what's it like where you live? Um, I mean, down, sort of down here, um, like we, in regards to um, the, the, the business with uh, myself and Scott, um, we yeah. are looking at trying to get in with GPs and seeing what, what we can do but I think it's very much the same um up near you is the fact yeah. that they won't they won't push out externally unless they really need to um yeah. I mean I think there's very few very few doctors which would suggest their patients even seeing like a chiropractor or an osteopath um but yeah. I don't think they would ever go along the lines of uh, a sports therapist um, yeah, I agree. And I think even the title sports therapist can confuse people just to the fact that, you know, it, especially the general public who are just who are just physically active, they think sports yeah. therapists, they think it's not for them. They just think it's for an I've athlete. I've had that before. Yeah. I've, had, I've had somebody that knows me yeah. saying, I, ca- I can't come and see you. Like, I'm, not, I'm not an athlete. And yeah. I'm like, what mate? that was a conversation that me and my missus had with regards to the place we're opening. Yeah. Do we need to take out of the main name or advertising sports therapy yeah, yeah. and more manual therapy? Yeah, definitely. Because I know I'm in America, the, the manual therapy. Yeah, like physical therapists and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it, it can be, again, like with, you know, the, the sports massage, you think the sports therapist performs a sports massage? It's not just the case. It's, you know, it's, uh, we, you know, we can do rehabilitation, do prehabilitation. Um, you know, there's, there's so much more. Um, it's the mark of saying we have a massive set of skills. Yeah, exactly. As well as sort of like general maintenance as well. I mean, um, this is another thing I was going to ask you in regards to the, even the, the lady you said that was coming to see you. Um, she was coming yeah. to see you sort of on like a, is it now like a monthly basis? Yeah, every three weeks. Yeah. So like, do you, do you tend to focus much on sort of like maintenance of your clients? So, yeah, well, the, the fighters that come and see me, they're mainly, I mainly do like sort of, they come twice a month and I'll do like a mobility session with them. So sort of like, you know, PIR, PNF kind of stuff. Yeah, decent. Muscle energy, just like a pure session on muscle energy techniques. Yeah. And we get them, do it, do it. so that'll be full body from top to bottom. And then on the second session, it's more, have you got any niggles? Has anything been irritating you? You know, things like that. And if, if not, then we just sort of spend an hour on all the main areas that they need treatment on. Yeah, definitely. And I mainly, I mainly use just trigger points. I very rarely use massage. 
I'll maybe finish with maybe 10 minutes of of sports massage. Yeah, nice. 15 minutes, something like that. But yeah. other than that, I mainly use, with athletes anyway, trigger points, soft tissue release, muscle energy techniques. Yeah. it's. Um, I think there needs to be, I don't know if it's happening at the moment, I haven't actually looked into it or not, but um, I think there needs to be a lot more research in regards to what we can do in terms of sort of like the, the positive outcomes. Definitely. Sort of like post-treatments, like actual decent clinical research. I mean, it's good and all that we can, you know, that, you know, yourself and I can sit here and we can go, you know, when people come see us, when, you know, when they walk out the door, they're, you know, 50, 60, 70% better than what they were when they come to see us. Um, you know, and we can write articles on it and stuff like that. But, um, I think to a certain extent, people need that almost. That's, yeah, that's how it is now, isn't it? You, if you don't have that piece of paper, yeah, that says it was done on twenty-five people from this date to this date, then it doesn't matter now. No, exactly. People want statistics, you, don't they? And they need want, numbers. Yeah, and it's um, it's it's not. I mean, I think there's pros and cons to that. I I um, think the same. I like research. Yeah. But also, if there's no research but it works, yeah. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If it works for you, why not? Exactly. You know. Um, it's like like um nutrition, you know, the science behind nutrition now, sort of like calories in, calories out, if it yeah. fits your microbes. Old school bodybuilders didn't do that no, and look better than bodybuilders today. Oh yeah, that's incredible. Science. Yeah. So, I know times move on. They do, yeah, yeah. But they didn't have them them uh, studies to read. They didn't have labels to scan on my fitness pal. Yeah, exactly. They did something that worked every time. Yeah, and that's that's like what we're just saying. It's yeah. all about having scientific papers and studies that say this works and that works. Yeah. But if you can do something that's not really backed by science but it works, then let's just crack on and get on with it. Yeah, let's go. In, yeah, that's a, that's another thing as well. Like you're saying, you know, you use a lot of PNF, PIF yeah. and MET. Um, I definitely recently, more so recently, I've seen a bit of a change in terms of like techniques which people are using. There's a site, we had this Graston, I think it's Graston technique. What's that? Um, I think they use sort of like actual like uh, metal sort of implements. So they're actually instead of using their hands, yeah, on a muscle, they'll actually use sort of like a piece of like a piece oh, of metal. It might be like grafting technique or something. Yeah, is it like a blade? Or... Yeah, that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't. Have you seen how expensive they are? I I haven't I haven't known. Oh, they're like you need a mortgage. <laughs> what was the company called i found i found because i seen some people um using them for like uh it looked like they was performing kind of like a soft tissue release technique on a bicep yeah with like active and passive movement and he was running this blade up and down the bicep wow. and i think used to save your thumbs and your hands as well yeah i can see it in that sense but, um, oh, they're mega expensive. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Oh, that's why it's got rock blades. Rock blades. 
Yeah, rock planes. Yeah. See, like, I, to a certain extent, I do agree with them. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, with with manual therapy, I think you should just be able to use your hands. Because Definitely. the thing is, with touch, like, you need to know what the muscle's doing. 100%. You know, um, yeah. Having them tools. Yeah. Say, for instance, when you, if you can't do myofascial release with them tools, you can't do trigger points with them tools. Yeah. You can't feel... You can't, you can't possibly know how much pressure you're putting on. No, exactly. You need, like say, you need to touch, you need to feel. Yeah, yeah, couldn't agree more. Um, I think, so I think in terms of like techniques, I think sports therapy seems, or even physical therapy seems to be taking that route um, more so. I think it is more so sort of in the States. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know whether it will most likely catch on over here. Um, I think so. We saw like Texas a couple of years to catch up. Yeah, it? definitely. Yeah. Um, you see some of their clinics, some of their clinics over there, they're just. Oh, like, they're immaculate. Brilliant. Yeah. Um, they're like, they're huge. We have over here, they're like the physio centers and clinics over here. Mm. I'm trying to make mine more re- modern and like futuristic with regards to like colours and music and you know, modernise, come away from that old hospital kind of... Yeah, that clinical feeling. Clinical blue and white. Yeah, look. yeah, yeah. Because you know, these guys, like you say, guys in America, they've got clinics and they look like fashion shops. Oh, yeah. it's. I think with anything that Americans typically do, I don't know if, I don't know if this is the right thing to say, but almost go a little bit over the top um just with yeah do you know what i mean like not not to not to not any disrespect yeah exactly um but i think they they come out of that clinical vibe and yeah i think it's just so much better definitely i couldn't think of anything worse than being sat on a brown chair with a blue seat with a blue floor <laughs> you know because yeah. Scared of the hospital and scared of the dentist and stuff. I don't. I, I'm. I'm here to relax. I'm here to get like, you know. I'm here to get my back pain sorted out. Yeah. The uh, fall. Don't want to start thinking I'm going to get cut open or you know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and it's just. I think for people to come in and see you, they're going to be. You know, or some people are going to come in and see you, and they're going to be in pain. Um, yeah. So you need to try and make them as relaxed as possible. Um, so for them to sort of like come in, I mean, yeah, I know professionalism's there and all, but not everywhere needs to look like a hospital, you know. Exactly. I'm definitely on that path. Yeah. With regards to what me and my missus. Yeah, I like that a lot. I want it. I want it modern. I want it new. I want music on. Not not music where it's like a like a rave. No, no, of course. No. Where it's like it's a nice environment. It's not morbid. No, no, that's it. No. I think mental, um, your mental game comes into it with regards to yourself being injured. If you just constantly think this back pain's never going to go, and you come into the clinic to see me, and your attitude is because I work on with I work with people clients every single day on trying to improve their thoughts on with, with regards to their injury. It's like yeah. no. You are going to get sorted. It's fine. Don't worry about it. We can sort it out. Yeah, yeah. If it's beyond my, if it's beyond what I can do, 
then there's not really anything I can do. But most of the time, people that come and see me, they've just got a couple of trigger points. They've got a pulled muscle. They've got a sprain, something like that. It can all be sorted out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Once you thinking on that level, and you sort them out, it then just gives them even more confidence because they believe themselves. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think even you know what you're saying now. In all, in all honesty, I think that can be a completely um, different podcast in in its name. But um, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, working more along people, you know, trying to create more of a positive outcome. Yeah, um, like yeah. a life coach or a psychologist or anything like that. Yeah. But there, there's just certain things that we can do and say to people that can give you a different outcome. Yeah, give them- definitely. And it can be so crucial um, and, you know, and, you know, and beneficial as well. Definitely. Just to, just to help them get that little bit further too. Um, you know, whether it's making them more pain free and, you know, making them more mobile, getting them towards that goal of, you know, yeah. example, again, being able to pick up their grandchildren. That's it. It's like, like, like anything you go to the gym, you don't go and say to yourself, I'm never going to get No. I'm going to get up. You go in the gym and you're like, oh, I can't wait till summer. I'm going to be shredded. I'm going on holiday. I'm going to be nice and lean. And then what happens? You put the necessary steps in place and you achieve that. Exactly. Yeah. The same with an injury. Like, you've got an injury. That's a downside. Yeah, I agree. But we're going to sort it out. We're going to put a treatment plan in place. You've got to go away and do these exercises and drills that I need you to do to help me with my treatments. Yeah. And then you're going to be firing. And with the people that do that, you can tell the people that do that versus the people that don't. No, there is. Yeah. I think that that kind of outweighs what you almost do in the clinic with them as well, or in the treatment room. Um, You know, the, sort of the prescriptive exercises that you get or you give yeah. them. Um, you know, you're going to come across people that are going to be like, you know, they're going to come in and you, they want you to fix them. But there's also, they have to be wary of what they're doing outside the clinic as well. Definitely. I always say to people, like, if you, you're going to, you come and see me and you'll feel great. You'll walk out, you'll feel like a million dollars compared to how you walked in. Yeah. We're going to correct your posture. We're going to loosen some tissue up. But if you go back and do your daily routine that you've done for the past 10 years, nothing is going to change. No. Because you can't expect me to just like erase 10 years of poor movement pattern in one session. Yeah, in one, what, like half an hour, 45 minute session. Yeah, yeah, like realistically, think about it. It's the same goals. Like you didn't get fat overnight. No, you're not gonna get lean overnight. No, not at all. No, and I think again, while doing these sort of like these podcasts and being able to put out content and actually educate people, definitely, um, it's it's such an important part of um, what we need to do. And I think getting more sort of sports therapists or even personal trainers. Um, honest because that's another thing as well like people know what to kind of expect when they go to a personal trainer yeah or not i'd like to think so anyway you know they want to get fitter they want to lose weight they want to put on muscle they go see a personal trainer yeah Do you know what i mean there's that you know there's i don't believe there's any if 
if at all, confusion along those lines. No. With us, it's a little bit different. Yeah, completely. For, 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 in my opinion, only for the time being, because I'm like, I'm not going to change it on my own. There's people far, 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 far in front of me, like, that are doing stuff to make sure that our trade can get noticed, yeah. can get accepted from the general public and from clubs like football clubs, the NHS. Because it's it's them as well that we have to convince as well. It's not just the general public. It's it's the employers of 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 the people that we're going to be working with. Yeah, exactly. Convincing. It sounds a bit stupid, really, because they're intelligent people. Yeah, they Surely are. Surely they must be clued up on what we can do and see the results that we can we can achieve. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And as a as a as a sort of almost like a side note, I guess to to take into consideration is being able to work with other people as well. Yeah. Um, so again, like I don't, for example, if there's someone that you know that does come and see me, and there is really very little change, um, then I think there's also that importance of being able to not not kind of like you know pie them off or anything but yeah put them onto the right people do you know what i mean because i think we're all in this for the same game we all want to you know improve people's lives yeah um you know get them pain free and just being able to enjoy it do you know what i mean yeah it's like i i a couple i know i work with a couple of personal trainers low just because i don't do that anymore yeah and Building a network of people that you know are clued up, you know they're intelligent, you know they know what they're doing, and they're going to provide a good service. Yeah, that's paramount for me. Yeah, definitely. I work with uh, two guys that they run a gym in uh, Duckingfield, it's about three miles from where I live, and what they're doing is it's brilliant. The, the levels above other people in the area, you know, with regards to personal training. Yeah, nice. Um, Mark's a strength and conditioning coach. Steve is a nutritionist and they go above and beyond what they need to do for clients and it shows with the results that they get and I'm working with them I put like clinics on every other every every now and again on, on a Saturday um, and they, 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 they work with fighters and stuff as well but again they're just trying to they charge more than your pure gyms and stuff yeah but you, you know but the service they provide oh, it's gonna be... is levels and levels above. Yeah, above and beyond, yeah. Steve going paying 15, 20 pounds a month in a gym. Yeah. Where, you, where you're just a number, like oh, cow yeah. market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, I mean, going back to that, being able to provide a service, which is worth coming back to as well, like they might be more expensive, but it's going to yeah. be worth it in the long run. One hundred percent. I mean, it's not the, it's not just paying them, but it's investing in your health as well. There's two sports therapists that are local to me, yeah, and I know that they're cheaper than me. But I'm not I'm not putting my prices down to their prices. No There's way. no chance no. because I believe in my skills. I know the results that I can get, and aside from helping people, and because I love, you know, you know, you know yourself when someone stands up off the off the bed. Or, you know, they've been doing some 
the look on the face when they feel completely different. Yeah. It's golden. Yeah. And aside from that, I want to make money. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean... We live in a world of finance. Yeah. Yeah, If you don't have finances, you are going to get left behind. Oh, yeah, of course. And and, uh, money's a big part of it for me aside from helping people, yeah. I'm not willing to drop my prices because somebody else is cheaper. doesn't want to put the work in with regards to maybe content. No. They don't create as much content as me. No. So I can create content and explain. Because I'm um, a big bully. Have you read Gary Vee's Jab, Jab, Right Hook? Oh, yeah, man. I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm a huge fan of Gary Vee. <laughs> um and that yeah. way I create push out content after content then you'll get it doesn't take much to create that content no not at all not at all uh, a lot to get planned. yeah um, I'm, yeah I've read a I've read a yeah I've read a few of his books well, I'm on his third I've not read that new, his new one um, yeah, so there's a there's a yellow one, oh, yellow book. I can't remember the name. I think it's called Crushing It. Yeah. Crushing It's really interesting. Um, I've read that. I've only jab jab. I watch all you know um, the Daily V's. I watch them all. The yeah, time. they're decent. Um, it does really good. It, 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 he's another guy that does good podcasts as well. Yeah, brilliant. Um, he's another one. Again. Like, if you believe in your skills and your prices, don't change them because somebody else has. Yeah. Stick with your guns. Yeah, yeah. Forget everyone else. Forget what other people are doing. Forget what a guy like these. He's they're doing treatments like hour long treatments for like twenty pound, and and all that's still twenty pound in an hour. Yeah, and it's a lot of money compared to like say if you work to Aldi where you get ten pound an hour. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm I'm not willing to do that. No way. <laughs> that's my price. Is. Yeah, you you, you need to stick to that. I'll do offers and stuff like that and deals, which I think every business needs to do that. Mm. I'm not dropping my overall price and having to work more hours to, to make up the money. No, no. It's just, it's like false economy. It doesn't, it doesn't work like that. It would be in the end, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, you do more hours to achieve the same money. Yeah. And again, if you, you know, like you're saying, if you believe in what you do um, and, you know, you can help people, then keep the prices how they are. Don't worry about the guy down, you know, the, the end of the road who's doing it for, you know, what, at whatever price that's cheaper than you. Like, I guarantee, like, they probably won't get a better service because they're running it cheaper. Like, yeah, why... They just need to get more people in, more people out. Yeah, why would they, they want to put in more effort when they're earning minimal money per hour? Definitely. Like, they're not going to give you that, that little bit of extra. Yeah, not going to yes. give that red carpet service or, you know, exactly. however you think of it. To see me, we do like posture assessment, joint assessment. Then we'll do a treatment plan. You'll get a rehab plan with your own exercises to go away with and do yourself. And that's, that's I like I was going back and saying about Mark and Steve that run the gym near me that I work with. Yeah. They're providing a better service yeah. than other trainers that's why they can charge more yeah exactly yeah crossfit gyms are super expensive they are yeah because 
justifiable how much money they are per month. Some of them, like ones in Manchester City, so like nearly hundred pound a month, and it's like who has a hundred pound a month? Wow. And the limited passes and stuff like that, and it's like that's a lot of dough. Yeah, it is. The yeah, that you receive in a CrossFit gym is levels above what you would receive in, say, a pure gym. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the. I think the the thing with gyms as well is that, uh, especially down my way recently, there's been an absolute boom in gyms. Like, especially, oh. yeah, like more so commercial gyms. So within like one year and within sort of like a, a three to five mile radius, um, yeah. there's been like three, like 24-7 gyms that have opened. Yeah. Um, there, was a, there was a Snap Fitness that opened. Um, and then there was a gym group and then there was a pure gym that opened. Um, they're just huge, aren't they? Yeah. And the, the thing is though, like, cause they're, they're all filled with just personal trainers. Um, and then yeah. there's like a manager or like a duty manager there as well. Um, but like, cause I've, I've worked in, um, not commercial gyms, but like, uh, private gyms and the level of service just differs so much. And I'm yeah. not sure what it is. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to you go into a commercial gym, and I was just like the you know they they don't talk to you, like there's there's not that again. So they're not giving you that service that sure. I guess to an extent that you're paying for. You are paying for yeah. You 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 you're paying for because you know the the gym I train in is a local council gym. I'd go there purely because it's always empty. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I enjoy the empty gym. Yeah. There's nobody there. I can get on with my training. But when you do see people coming in the gym, you know, middle-aged men or middle-aged women or even young kids, and there's not a single personal trainer in sight, and they're doing things wrong, and it's dangerous. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like... Lots of people walking around gyms and they're doing stuff wrong. Yeah, it's good for me. Then they'll come and book. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> there's uh, carry, let them carry on, let them, let them, you know, deadlift double their body weight, and and they'll just come and see us. That's fine. So, in, in, it's just wrong though. The shit, yeah. but that's where it's purely all that is just money. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they lose, they lose that sense of actually um that customer service and again like you said they look at you as a number definitely you just uh, know yeah which is a shame really um and coming back to sort of like you know us working as sports therapists it's just like you know to treat is it imagine if like someone come and saw you and you know they they it was almost on like a rotation like it was just yeah. one after the other after the other um, you know the the surface has to differ between each person. Has to decline. Yeah, simple as that. The service that you provide, and I think that's why physios are sort of getting a bad name now because of the pressure of the NHS. Yeah, I I spoke with a physio, and I'm sure he told me it was something like sixty patients in a day. What? Six, you saw sixty people in a day. Wow. It's not even like I don't even know. That's it's like 10, 10 minutes of a patient 
Yeah. And it's That's like, insane. That is just absolutely ridiculous amount of, of volume. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. It's... And then, and then like, the next day it's 25 patients and it's like, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it sounds just absolutely non-stop. I think that's why this level of service that they provide, because they're on salaries and stuff like that, it doesn't really matter what service they provide. No. It's just like, just do this, do that. Yeah, there you go. See you later. Yeah, it's not the um, it's not the approach they can take. Obviously, with, again, I do give credit to the NHS, but... Um, you know, it's not like... the NHS. It's, the, it, it's not them that... Problem. It's the government. It's the funding. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Um, they work on it, I guess, like a one size fits all basis. Yeah. Whereas it's going to be whenever yeah. I'm have to go to a GP or have to go to the hospital is that I'm so I always use the um, the calories on a on a on a like a a food wrapper. Yeah. It's an example. Yeah, like yeah. the average man should consume this. Like, what is an average man? Yeah, exactly. We all we all differ. Every single person is different. Every single person brings a different issue, different stats. You know, it's um that one size fits all. It doesn't mentality. work. Yeah, nah, it doesn't. And I think yes, it's slowly starting to fade out. It's the most efficient. It, exactly. Living. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is very much so. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, Jack, I don't know if there's is there much more that you want to speak about or covered a lot. We have, we have that is, we've covered absolutely tons of stuff. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm glad we have though. Um, yeah, it's good. Yeah, should yeah. do another one. You, yeah, I'd we love to, man. About you know dealing with. Um, people's mindsets yeah yeah definitely um i don't know if you'd want to do this as well but um maybe do a bit more of a like sort of like a recap uh, or even like an update on your business yeah definitely we could do that uh, if you want to do that and sort of um maybe even give people sort of like pointers you know or sports therapists or personal trainers maybe a little bit of tips on what they can do to sort of start up and where to begin and stuff like that one tip on that, and that is just literally, you've just got to do it. Yeah, 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 definitely. I listened to a, um, like a motivational kind of quote thing, and it said, there's never a right time. And there isn't, when you think about it, the, the, like, what you're waiting, what, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Apart from funds, what are you waiting for? Just go yeah. and do it. Yeah. And do it. And if it, if it fails, then so what? Yeah, just learn from it. Exactly. Yeah. And you could go again. Yeah. Like, I always say, like, if I don't die, then I can just do it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what? That's an awesome, that's an awesome way to look at it. <laughs> if, it, does it if it doesn't kill me, then I can just do it again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like, that's how I sort of like deal with sh- stresses in my life with regards to be it like my kids finances the car breaking down i know it's easier said than done yeah but if if i'm still alive and i've got a roof over my head and a bank card then i can just do it i can just yeah. sort it out i'll start again yeah yeah just start again yeah go from there nice one jack just before yeah. um 
chat about that all the time. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Obviously, Jack, just before um, just before we do end it, um, can you just let everyone know like where they can find you, sort of um, if they want to come see you for treatments or even on social media and stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. So I'm based in Tameside, which is a, in Manchester. Cool. It's like Greater Manchester, so it's just on the outskirts of the city centre. Um, the clinic is going to be in a place called Glossop, which is it's a nice area. Um, there's a lot of money around there as well. So I'm hoping that, well, I know that it's going to take off. Yeah. I'm of the, of the opinion that as soon as me and my missus get set up, I'm hoping we're going to be in there by the end of September. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. A little bit of work to do with regards to making it look how we want it to look. Of course. Ordering speed. Um, yeah, but my Instagram is InnoTherapy. That's I-N-N-O Therapy. I post content on there like, daily. I'm training for a triathlon at the minute, so all my content's like based on sports therapy and my triathlon training. Because I like to just publish, because I'm not a personal trainer. I like to give people as much value as possible. So if they take some value from my fitness journey, yeah, of course, they get a result from it, then they might book in for a treatment as well. Yeah, sounds good, man. Yeah, I like that. Website, inotherapy.co.uk. I post regularly on there, like on the blog posts, videos and stuff like that. Awesome. Yeah, so I'm... I'm excited for the next six or seven weeks. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, I wish you all the best of luck in that. Um, yeah, appreciate yeah, it. Exciting times. Um, yeah, Jack, I just want to say, obviously, yeah, thank you for being a part of our, this first podcast. Uh, first podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I looked, uh, yeah, I look, really look forward to doing some more with you um, if you're up for yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. No problems. We can maybe set something up with a, you know, like um, the web on a, on a webcam. Yeah, if you want to, man. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Yeah. See what we can do. Yeah, if you've got like Skype or something, then we can do it over that. Yeah. Awesome. Nice one, man. Right. Been nice chatting with you. Yeah, you too. Yeah, it was funny. Actually, uh, decent just to actually finally talk to you, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, do you guys, you guys, probably good, good content. Thank you. Yeah, I do appreciate that. No, I do appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, we'll do, uh, we'll try and do some more. Um, yeah, and go from there. I'm in minute of just writing everything down, trying to write down because I've got so much on, but I still need to create that content that brings me clients because I've spent money on Google ads and stuff, and I get more clients through Instagram and word of mouth. Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I think that's um, that's all because it's still there. Word of mouth marketing is still there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it's quite a lot of business. sort of like an online product. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Brilliant way of getting clients. Definitely. Yeah, I can agree more with you on that one. Yeah, definitely. Nice one. Well, uh, yeah, Jack. Thanks again. Yeah, no problem, brother. And um, I'll I'll speak to you soon, mate. All right. Have a nice evening. Yeah, you too, man. Cheers. Take care.